Today's episode is part of the live VA 101 series that I'm rolling out this week in celebration of the support squad membership being open for enrollment. Every day this week, I'm going live inside the support squad hangout to share a different part of the virtual assistant journey and all of the basics that you need to know about each phase of starting a virtual assistant business. So if you haven't joined the support squad hangout yet, please do that now. It's my free Facebook group and I would love to invite you in so that you can check out these lives each day of the week. Um, And just so you know, the recordings for the podcast this week are coming straight from those lives. I am not editing anything out, so you'll have to hear some of my awkward moments um, going live, but the content is still super valuable and I'm excited to share what a virtual assistant business can do for you and also how the support squad membership community can support you along each phase of your journey. So enjoy. You're listening to the Support Squad podcast, where virtual assistants come together to share their best business tools and tips. Virtual assistant for life coaches Sharon Nissen created the Support Squad with a firm belief in community over competition. Whether you're a new virtual assistant looking for advice on how to get started or an established virtual assistant looking to expand your skills and invite even more abundance into your career, you're in the right place. Working from home doesn't have to be lonely. We're in this together. Now, here she is, the host of the Support Squad podcast, Sharon Nissen. Hello, good morning, everyone, or afternoon, I guess, technically on the dot. It's noon. (laughs) Welcome, welcome. I am... want to take a second today to introduce myself because I realized that I didn't do that yesterday. (laughs) So if you don't know me yet, if you're new to this community, if you're brand new to the virtual assistant world, my name is Sharon Nissen. I'm a virtual assistant coach. Um, I actually just recently transitioned from um, being a full-time service provider into full-time coaching. After kind of dabbling in both for many years now, I've been in the online space for almost five years, and it's just been the most um, amazing adventure for me. And I created the Support Squad, which is um, both a podcast and a membership community for virtual assistants. And it's my mission to help people in all stages of their business to make more money, to feel more aligned, to have that work-life balance, to be up-leveling their skills, and to really be creating that business that lights them up and makes them so happy and makes them as happy as my business made me for so many has has made me for so many years. So for the bulk of my virtual assistant career, I was a um, content creator and system strategist for spiritual entrepreneurs. Um, That niche ended up just being so aligned with me. I had the most amazing clients and it was just so much fun. Um, I learned so much along the way, which is why I love to share with um, new folks. And So this week's series, VA 101, is all in celebration of the opening of the Support Squad membership. Now, the Support Squad membership has been open and operating for um, almost two years. Our two-year anniversary is June 1st, but it's been going on for almost two years, but we have been closed for the last six months to new enrollment. So we just opened the doors, and I wanted to do this live series and celebration of that to let you guys know 
um, how I can support virtual assistants at each phase of their business and um, to kind of just give you the rundown of what the virtual assistant journey can look like, give you some basics to get started with um, because it is such a journey. And today um, in day two of VA 101, we're going to be talking about branding and marketing. I told you guys yesterday that um, I wanted you guys to get those day one business foundations done first before we moved on to branding and marketing because branding and marketing can be so much fun and it can also be a huge time suck for new business owners and i get why people get so excited about it and why we lose our time in it the first time i discovered canva if you don't know about that yet it's a drag and drop design tool for um that, that's an online based platform drag and drop design tool it was a game changer for me when i discovered canva i realized i learned that i didn't need to know really technical software like Adobe software is all these really expensive, high-end, really hard to learn design softwares in order to be creative and create digital designs. Canva makes it so that you can learn how to create designs right off the bat and it really changed the game for me. But Canva can take up so much of my time if I get lost in there because it's so, so, so much fun. So go ahead and drop in here in the comments if you are watching. I would love to see who all is here and um, how you guys are doing today. Let me know um, how things are going with you as far as branding and marketing your business. Um, is this something that you've recently accomplished? Is it something you're kind of struggling with in your business? I would love to know everything that's going on with you with branding and marketing. So today we're going to talk about those visual branding basics, and then we're going to go into the very beginning stages of marketing your business. I'm going to go much um, more deep into marketing and finding clients when we talk tomorrow about finding networking and finding clients. But today it's about creating those basic branding and marketing um, foundations for your business. So let's dive in. Okay. The first thing I want to say about your visual branding is if you are not an experienced designer and you have the ability to outsource your, your visual brand, I would really recommend that you do that. I know it's a little outside of what seems affordable or possible for us when we're new business owners, but if it is something that is possible for you, I recommend it because if you don't have a design experience, if you um, are just not skilled in that way, it can be a little overwhelming and um, it can get pretty tricky really fast. So if you can outsource it, I definitely recommend it. But if you can't do that right now, there are still some really easy ways for you to kind of DIY your own personal brand, your own visual branding. And what I'm going to recommend right from the bat is that if you're DIYing it and you are brand new to design, I want you to keep everything really, really simple. The way I see a lot of new virtual assistants go wrong when they start to design their visual brand is they want to, they get into Canva, they see all of these different elements, they get really excited excited about what they're creating and it ends up there ends up being a lot going on. This is a trend that I've seen with new virtual assistants. Their logos become really, really complicated with all kinds of different like illustrations and icons. They're um, like everything gets really kind of muddled. So with everything I'm going to talk about as far as those business or those branding foundations, I want you to always 
keep it really simple. Once your mind starts to spiral a little bit, start to bring it back in and be like, whoa, how can I simplify this? And that's actually advice that I would give you along every step of your business, but especially today when we're talking about branding. So the first component I want to talk about when it comes to branding is actually not a visual part, um, but your business name. And this is one of those things that we can really overthink a lot of times. We feel like um, there's all this pressure to create this like snappy business name that, you know, will really stand out to people. And um, what ends up happening sometimes is our business name might make sense to us, but it doesn't make sense to other people. Or it might be a business name that's not going to grow with us. Like if at the beginning of your business, you're thinking you're going to be a Pinterest, you're going to focus on Pinterest, you could end up shifting that focus over time. So I want to make sure you know, you whatever business name you choose, that it's something that's going to grow with you over time. Um, guys, I also want to point you right now to, I have a podcast episode all about choosing a name for your virtual assistant business, because there's some, some other um, aspects that you need to think about too. Like, is your do domain name available? Is um, Are your social media handles available? Like, those are all really important things too when considering your name. And one the piece of advice that I always tell new virtual assistants when they start to spiral a little bit, when they start to overcomplicate things a little bit, just go with your name. Even if it's, whether it's just your name first and last or your last name with virtual solutions, just stick with your name because that is something that's going to grow with you over time. One um, branding strategy that um, I think really, really works is building a personal brand. So not building a brand around your particular services that you're offering at this time, not building a brand around one piece of your personality, because that can evolve over time, but building a brand around you as a person. Um, I had to do some backtracking on Instagram and things like that, because when I first started marketing myself as a coach, I was marketing myself totally under the support squad umbrella. So everything was under the the support squad. But then what I realized was I had other ideas that I wanted to put out as a coach. I had other products that I wanted to put out and I wanted to people to, to have a place where they could connect with me personally. So I had to backtrack. I switched my Instagram name back to my name instead of the support squad. And I had to do a little bit of backtracking there. And I think for a lot of virtual assistants, we don't know the direction that our business is going to take us. There's so many ways that your business can evolve. It can happen so, so quickly. So I don't want any of you to box yourself in too early. So consider just going with your name if you're kind of stuck. The other thing I definitely recommend after you've chosen a business name, if you're not going with your own name, make sure to do a little bit of market research around that. Pop it into like a Facebook group and be like, hey, what do you guys think of when you hear this name? Because sometimes we can name our business something that makes sense to us, but it could have really weird connotations to someone else or it's just not clear to someone else. So I really recommend popping in to somewhere, a, a trusted place like a Facebook group and asking folks, hey, what do you think of when you hear this name? So you can get, you can get that feedback about what kind of feelings and thoughts your name evokes, because sometimes what's in our head isn't what's in other people's head. And we just want to make sure that everything um, flows and feels good. All right. So then 
Let's run through the next step after you've chosen your business name would be to create a logo. And again, I don't want you to overcomplicate this. Um, most of us are not skilled logo designers. Again, if you can outsource this, the pro this part of the process, definitely hire a, a logo designer because, you know, they can create a logo for you that's going to be copyrighted. They can create a logo for you that's really, um, you know, high quality. But if that's not in your budget right now, now you can totally get by at first with a Canva designed logo. I know a lot of designers are always like, don't design your logo on Canva because you can't copyright it and Canva owns it. And I just want to say at the very beginning of your business, when you're just a new service provider, it's kind of just most important to start getting some income rolling in. Down the line, if you want to hire a designer, then um, you totally can. And I do recommend doing that if you're going to scale your business in a big way. But at the beginning, it's okay to design it in Canva. Just again, keep it really simple, like a simple handwritten um, script font of your name or your business name can be really good. Don't start adding on all of those different like icons and illustrations and things if you're not like really trained in design because it can start to look really busy. The point of a logo is just to be that stamp of who you are and um, it doesn't have to say a whole lot more at first because as virtual assistants, again, our business is going to evolve so much over time. And it's most important at first just to be getting ourselves out there. So create that logo. I, I would even make the argument that like a virtual assistant at first barely even needs a logo. Um, I mean, we're really just service providers and solopreneurs operating on our own. So if that's parts really, really overwhelming for you at first. Just keep it really, really simple by using a script, script font, download it transparent from Canva and, and roll with it. Um, then for your colors, I recommend using um, a combination of five colors and a great place to start is by thinking about like the kinds of colors that you wear, the kinds of environments that you're in, because a lot of us do a lot of social media marketing, like on Instagram and Facebook and things like that. And it's great if our feed can look kind of cohesive. And so if we work with the colors that we already like and love and wear and use, our feed's going to look that much more cohesive. So thinking about how we can create a palette around what goes on in our daily lives can be a great place to start when thinking about colors. There's other people that um, talk about, you know, thinking about your ideal client and what's going to attract your ideal client and, and what they might want to see from you. Um, but I definitely tend when we're talking about branding, you know, this is definitely a, a thought process of mine that has evolved over time. But when we're thinking about our personal brand, we actually should be thinking a lot more about ourselves and who we are than who our ideal client is. Because we always want to make sure that we're showing up in an authentic way in our business. And if we are ourselves, if we do the things we like, we're going to attract those like-minded, um, aligned clients. So instead of focusing so much outwardly on like what your ideal client's favorite colors might be, think about your own and then just think about, you know, what's going to go well together and all of that. You should have complementary colors and um, there's, there's, you can find color palettes places, but um, pick a color palette that you're going to enjoy seeing over time and that you're going to be able to be consistent with. 
All right. And then if you are feeling still really overwhelmed with this process, I actually created a product <laughs> to help you, believe it or not. Um, it's called Brand with Bliss. It's these customizable brand kits for service providers. And what's included in those are logos. I mean, everything that you need for branding for your business. Like it's pretty awesome. Um, inside Brand with Bliss, I think there's eight total kits that all have multiple logos that have a brand board that have your colors that have a client welcome packet that have um like social media graphics facebook covers like everything everything that you need for your brand so if you're interested in that if you want to make it really easy they're really affordable it's under 150 dollars i think still and if you go to the support squad.com you'll you can find brand with bliss there on my website um they're really handy kits i've seen a lot of the people that have purchased that they are stepping out and looking so good on instagram because they look so cohesive and put together and professional so if you need a little help, a little boost on getting your branding. If all of it sounds really overwhelming to you, I have these kits, these customizable Canva kits that you can use to get started. And it's called Brand with Bliss. So just a little plug there. <laughs> All right, so the next piece that we want to start to think about once we have those um, visual and, and branding foundations is then we're going to think like, where are we going to start to market ourselves? So there's, um, you know, some virtual assistants when they first come in, okay, I don't want to get a little too ahead of myself because this is a lot what we're going to be talking about tomorrow, but I'll go ahead and preface this by saying a lot of virtual assistants, um, I know when I started as a virtual assistant, I found my initial clients through Upwork and I didn't really have to market myself. I didn't even really have to have a brand in any way um, because I was just replying to job postings. And some virtual assistants try that for a while and then find that they're not getting the caliber of clients that they want to get. They're not they're They feel like they're always in competition with other people. So I really recommend creating your own brand and then marketing your yourself as your own business, instead of kind of trying to always be looking for job ops on freelancing platforms or in Facebook groups, I recommend kind of taking control of your own business from the start. It's going to give you so much more confidence and it's going to attract a different caliber of clients, i.e. the ones that will pay you more and respect you more than the clients that are going to find you on like a site like Upwork. That's not to say you can't find good clients on Upwork. I actually found like one of my favorite clients and lo most long lasting clients, but we had to go through some kind of phases of working out of the Upwork relationship because it does put you on a different playing field. I'm spiraling. I'm supposed to talk about all of this tomorrow. We're going to go in depth into talking about finding clients tomorrow, but uh, since we're going into marketing and choosing the platforms to market yourself, I thought I would share that I really recommend kind of creating your own space online. And I want to talk about this in really simple terms, because when we talk about creating a space for ourselves online, a lot of people, the first thing they think of is, I need a website. And then they start to think, I don't know how to make a website. How do I start this? I just figured out my branding. Like I barely even know what I'm doing yet. So my advice is don't build a website right now. Um, that might not be everyone's advice, but if you are a brand new brand new virtual assistant, um, creating a website can take a lot of time. It can take a lot of skill. 
And there's some other really, really effective ways that we can start marketing ourselves online without a website. Because when we think about a website, like who's going to find your website at first if you don't have a following or an audience, if you don't have some way that you're connecting with people. So we really need to build those spaces where we can connect with people before we build those spaces for them to land, if that makes sense. A website is more a place where we can build out content, where we can start to highlight our signature service once we've niched down a little bit. It's a place where we can start to sell digital products. At first, what we need is a place for um, for potential clients to connect with us and build a relationship with us where we can start to show our personality, where they can get to know us. And the best, one of the best places to do that is going to be on social media. So based on your skill set and based on your experience and um, your personality, you might have an idea of what kind of client you'd want to attract. So it's a good idea to know, like, if you want someone a little um, younger, or if you want someone that's more professional, or like, there's all these different ways we can start to think about who that ideal client might be. And then you want to think about where those people might be going online. We hear this all the time, where, go where your ideal client hangs out. And people say that because it's true. <laughs> what we need to do is set up shop where our ideal clients already are. Um, so some of those best places to do that are Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, more and more TikTok, actually. I, um, someone in the group yesterday just posted, like, what about TikTok? And I was like, TikTok right now is a pretty untapped market. I um, just this year started experimenting more with TikTok and it's actually exploded my business this year and like doubled my email list, which has been incredible. I believe that service providers can probably be really successful on TikTok just because there's it's not oversaturated there yet, um, but it would take having a really clear niche and um, making sure that your ideal client is on TikTok because it's a different demographic than we're seeing like on Instagram and on Facebook. So, you know, once we've kind of figured out where that ideal client is going to be, whether it's LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, um, TikTok, what we want to do is create a profile on that platform, of course, and then optimize it so that um, clients can get to know us on that platform. We want to make sure that the second a client lands on our, our profile, that they know who we are, what we do, and like what kind of transformation we can um, provide for them. So, um, so what you would want to do is choose one of those platforms. And, um, what I like to tell new VAs, choose a platform and go all in. If it's going to be Facebook, go all in on optimizing your Facebook profile and networking in Facebook groups. If it's going to be Instagram, go all in with optimizing your Instagram profile, creating content, doing your stories and engaging daily on on Instagram. If it's going to be LinkedIn, same kind of thing, optimize that profile, start thinking about what kinds of content you can share on LinkedIn and start building those connections on LinkedIn. 
Same with TikTok. TikTok is a little bit of a different strategy. You're going to have to be really, really clear about what it is that you offer people because it's just those 15 second videos and it needs to be pretty niched down if you want to stand out on TikTok. So that's another, another place you can think about. Elizabeth says, such good advice, so easy to get distracted with all the social platforms. Absolutely. You really only need one to start because when you think about it, if you, you're in, if, if you send your potential, a potential client four different social media links, like here's my LinkedIn, here's my Facebook, here's my Instagram, and they go to all of them, but there's no way that you can be really providing the best strategy for all of those platforms. So they're going to be like, well, what are they doing? Like all of these seem kind of halfway done. Whereas if you're like, I'm all in on Instagram, that's where I'm finding my clients. That's where I'm going. Um, when a potential client lands there, they're going to see that intentional strategy that you've been pouring into that platform. And I always say, you, you know, you can always change it later, but give it at least three months and ideally six months to see that strategy that you are implementing start to pay off. When we are, um, you know, starting with these strategies, these social media marketing strategies, these networking strategies, it's not like instant. Um, you can definitely start to find clients law, uh, um, right away, but you're going to start to see these this web of relationships that forms over time pay off like in three to six months. Because then by that time you've done enough engagement, you've made enough connections that you're always going to have a place to draw leads from. It's never going to be that feast or famine because you've gone all in in one place um, and, and really and been intentional about building out that profile. It's really overwhelming to try to be present on more, I would say more than one platform at first. Um, I know when we're first learning something like Instagram and we're like, how do I create content for this? That can take up so much of our mental energy to also be trying to do that same thing in multiple other places. It just dilutes all of our time and all of the power of that um, strategy. So I really recommend going all in in one place and giving it your all. <laughs> um, so uh, that's that's my recommendation. I think Instagram is a really fun place to start, especially if you work with a lot of like life coaches or like creatives or things like that. But Facebook is still, and Facebook groups are still a really viable place to find clients as well. Sometimes an Instagram strategy combined with Facebook groups also works really well because you can have in your Facebook profile a link to your Instagram page. So if you don't want to be posting on Facebook, you can still, you know, get, get, um, you can still access Facebook groups and do some networking in there and have some place for potential clients to land. I'm going to go a lot more in depth into some of these strategies tomorrow when we talk about finding clients. But what I want you to do right now is start thinking about what is that platform that feels really good to me, a place where I have fun, a place that like a platform that I feel connected with and that I jive with and that I enjoy using because 
that's marketing at the beginning of your business before you have clients is your job. <laughs> it's your job to be marketing and networking until you get those clients. That's what you need to be doing. So you want to make sure you're using a platform that feels aligned with you and that you enjoy being on. Like I love Instagram. I love being on Instagram. I love interacting on Instagram and I love TikTok. So those are kind of the two places that I really focus most of my time. Um, if you go to my support squad Facebook page, there's nothing on there. <laughs> I love, I love this group, the support squad hangout, but my page is, I don't think I've posted on there in months. Um, just because it doesn't feel like the best use of my time. There's so many other strategies that have been more powerful for me. And so you'll figure it out over time with, um, what really works for you, but you won't know unless you go all in. Because if it's just halfway doing a bunch of different things, you're never going to know truly what's working. So you got to give that kind of your full attention. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I want to land for today with um, visual branding, with marketing. Again, we're going to go a lot more in depth on how to um, create marketing strategies um, combined with networking and um, other places that you can start to find clients and start to do some of that prospecting. We're going to talk about some scary stuff like cold emailing, which is still, believe it or not, a powerful strategy. Even if it's uncomfortable, I have ways that make it not so uncomfortable and we'll go over all of that tomorrow. Um, but before I go, I did want to share with you guys because I know <laughs> I shared a lot of information today branding and marketing, figuring all of this out. It's going to be really overwhelming for a lot of folks. And so I wanted to show you some of the things inside um, the support squad membership that are going to help. Um, I showed you guys yesterday some, st some stuff to launch your business. And today I wanted to show you how the support squad membership can help you to do branding and marketing for your business. So um, like I mentioned, the Support Squad membership is open for enrollment now. Uh, we only open a couple times a year and we close for enrollment on Friday. So just prefacing with that. And then um, here, let me take us through this. So we do have, so um, Elizabeth, I see you in here. Elizabeth just joined as, as one of our members and Elizabeth, a new feature that I'm starting to implement and create inside the membership are these bundles because the content inside the membership is so much and can be a little overwhelming. I'm starting to create these bundles so that you can know like along each phase of the journey, what's gonna support you. So these are some of the things inside the visual branding basics bundle. So some of the things we talked about today, like um, branding basics, how to choose the colors and things like that, um, how to create a really simple website. Um, the, Marina Pomar in this training talks about that. She has um, a layout uh, or an outline for a four page website, simple, easy, um, that she shares, um, which could be all that you need if you really want a website at first. There's also um, this, this uh, color palettes, all these really cute combinations of colors that you can use for your business so that you don't have to start from scratch. There's a brand board so that you can start mapping out um, all of the different elements of your brand, like your logo, your fonts, your colors, and all of that. That's really great to have as a, a, a touchstone, a cornerstone of your visual branding. Um, the creating a consistent brand identity workbook, which goes a little more in depth, not into 
just visual branding, but also your brand personality, which is really, really important. So that's all in the visual and branding basics bundle. And then there's the Canva templates bundle because all the time I'm adding new Canva templates into the membership. And I wanted to make sure we got them all in one place so you can access them easily. There's a new client welcome packet. There's LinkedIn banners, highlight covers for Instagram, um, a one sheet, which is awesome. A one sheet, if you don't wanna do a website, a one sheet can be a great way to introduce yourself to clients. Um, what it is, it's kind of like a replacement for the traditional resume, because as business owners, we don't use resumes um, because we don't need people to know our past experience. We need to know what what they we can do for them right now. And so this one sheet here is a great way to. Um, to start that. And there's also in Brand with Bliss that I mentioned in each of the brand kits, there's a one sheet template. Um, and then there's social media graphics. And then if you want a, a, a good website alternative, if you don't want to build one like on Squarespace or WordPress, is to build a simple one in Canva. You can actually build a website in Canva. And so I have a template for that in there. Um, and then to help you with the marketing social media pieces, because if you're not familiar, it can be a little overwhelming. There's so much to help with inside the membership. There's all these trainings like Elizabeth Pampoloni teaches us how to create a year of marketing content in five days, which is wild. Um, Manessa, Manessa Konecki, she, her training is so good. She like demystified Facebook for me because I could never understand why my posts weren't getting seen, what kinds of content to post. And she really demystifies all of that in her training. Also, how to optimize your profile and all of that. Jessica Glover shared how to use your stories um, throughout the day to start attracting those high profile clients. Um, there's other stuff like the there's a Trello board that helps you to map out your entire Instagram strategy that uses all of the features that boost you up in the algorithm all that good stuff. Um, there's a Reels tutorial. If you're new to Instagram Reels, I have a Reels tutorial that'll break down pretty simply how to create a simple Reel that doesn't make you dance, that doesn't, you don't have to point at graphics, you don't have to lip sync. Um, this tutorial will show you a basic way to create a reel, um, a Canva tutorial on how to create these really cute social media videos. And then there's social media prompts inside too. So those are just the bundle, like some of the content in the membership. There is so much inside. That's why I created the, the bundles inside because there's over 24 trainings, there's over 40 resources like the templates and guides. There's 45 plus live coaching call recordings with me. So in each of our coaching calls, I give like a half hour sort of workshop style, lecture style, um, uh, presentation. And then after we do live coaching where I answer questions and I can work through some of the struggles you're, and obstacles you're going through in your business and all those recordings from the entire length of the membership are in there. And then of course, every month we have our live stuff too, our live group coaching calls, our guest expert workshop, our private Facebook group, more resources, accountability and support partners if you need them. And then there's also some awesome features for our VIP members. This is new. So it's really cool because there's two tracks that you can go with the membership. If you're like, 
I am just getting started. I'm not ready to like invest over a hundred dollars in my business. I'm not ready to make a big commitment quite yet. Our monthly membership is really affordable, but if you want to dive in and get that lifetime access, get access to like client matchmaking, get access to podcast guesting opportunities, um, get access to be able to get paid by me for your resources. Those are all included with the VIP membership. So you guys, enrollment closes this Friday at 11.59 p.m., so you should definitely enroll now. <laughs> um, and I want to thank everyone who's enrolled so far. We have such a great new group of folks in the community. Um, the community is really all about the people inside. I mean, I always share all of the different features and all of the different content inside, which is all great. But really the most valuable thing is the relationships that we build with each other inside the membership and those live group coaching calls and that chance to actually connect with real other people who can give you support and answer your questions and all of that. It's so, so valuable. Like it's so valuable to have that support when you're building your business. So um, that's it for today. Tomorrow. We're going to go into the good stuff. We're going to get into how to network online, even if you might be a little bit introverted, how to, um, to really start to find clients. I'll, I'll go over several different strategies, not just using attraction market marketing on social media, but other strategies that you can use right off the bat. And um, that's going to be awesome. So I'll see you here tomorrow, same time, same place. And thank you everyone for joining today. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Yep, in case you hadn't heard, the Support Squad membership is open for enrollment, but you'll have to act fast. Enrollment closes this Friday at 11 p.m. Central Standard Time, and we won't open again until this fall. So if you want to access the coaching, training, and resources inside the community, you should join now. There are two levels of investment with our monthly membership and the VIP membership, so you can enroll at whatever feels best for you right now. Act fast, act now. Go to thesupportsquad.com slash membership. That's thesupportsquad.com slash membership. I'll see you in there.